So we make dua for ourselves and we also make dua for them, ya ikhwan. Ain't all salna, or the way around, ya ikhwan. We have arrived at Hadith number 26. Who memorized and would like to recite? Let them recite. Man, you read any Quran? Who wants to be our first reciter? Father Sheikh. Hey, Allah bless you. Who from amongst you guys, you gals, you got your sisters, memorize tonight and want to recite? Let her recite. Uh, 
كله سلام سلام من الناس عليه صدقة كل كل يوم تطلع فيه الشمس تدل بين بين اثنين اثنين صدقة وتعين الرجال في دابته فتحمله عليها أو ترفع لا لها له له عليها متاعه صدقة و و الكلمة الطيبة الطيبة صدقة وبكل خطوة تم تمشيها تمشيها إلى الصلاه صدقة وتميت عن الطريق عن الطريق صدقة صدقة رواه البخاري ومسلم ما شاء الله جميلة في أول درس Masi Makani had to tell him. Our first classes, Masi didn't used to talk. Can get to Sohona, wa daiman ikunu sakitan. He never spoke yakhwaan. Alan yakhwaan, yujibu, yasalu sualin. Alhamdulillah. Da'alahum murtah, min bayna zuhurikum alan. Nisa, bayna nisa, abdullah nisa. Bayna rujal. Perhaps he's more comfortable now, alhamdulillah. So he's comfortable amongst the brothers. الحمد لله وهذا يدل على حسن صحبتكم في هذا المسجد يا إخوان. and that shows the good camaraderie and the good brother and sisterhood you have at your blessed masjid. may Allah bless you all يا إخوان. may Allah bless you all. تفضل. الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كل سلام من الناس عليه صدقة. كل يوم تضلع فيه الشمس تعدل بين اثنين صدقة وتعين الرجل في في دابته فتحمله فتحمله عليها أو ترفع متاعه عليها صدقة وكل وكلمة الطيبة صدقة وكل خطوة وبكل خطوة إلى صلاة تمشيها إلى الصلاة صدقة وتميت الأذى عن الطريق صدقة رواه البخاري ما شاء الله سنت هل توجد من نسائنا وخواتنا من تريد أن تقرأ الحديث بدون حفظ؟ Any of our beloved sisters want to read the hadith? Not memorize it, but want to recite the hadith? لا بأس. طيب ماير أين أنت يا أخي نحتاج إليك. Where you at, Myra? We miss you. May Allah bless you. وعندنا اجتماع بعد درس بعد صلاة. We have a meeting after tonight. After you share, the brothers and sisters or just the brothers? Both. Both.
except those who I have guided. So seek guidance of me, and I will guide you. Say nothing Next benefit. Sins. Uh, before that, Yahuan. So the Messenger of Allah he continues, he says. So seek guidance. Uh, before that, Yahuan. All of you make error. Who's the Kobe man? I'm skipping a sentence, huh? Yeah. After. Our center. I don't know that Except those whom I clothe. So seek clothing from me, aksukum, and I will guide you. Taib al ula benefit number one. Benefit number one. yadullu ala anna kulla fadlin min rahmatillahi ta'ala. This shows anna kulla fadl wa khayr min Allah. This shows once again. That every bounty, every goodness is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. هذا يدل على أن كل فضل وخير من رحمة الله. This shows that every bounty you have, every goodness, every blessing that you have is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَبِدُونِ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى مَا عِنْدَنَا بَلَامِسِ Without the mercy of Allah, we won't have clothes. We won't even have clothes. مَا عِنْدَنَا الطَّعَامُ وَالشَّرَاءُ وَالسَّكِنُ وَالْمِسْجِدُ كُلُّ هَذَا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى لَيْنَا We won't have clothes and food and drink. We won't have a place to reside. We won't have a place to pray. All of this is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قال النبي يا عبادي إنكم تخطئون بالليل والنهار وأنا أغفر الذنوب جميعا فاستغفروني أغفر لكم. The Messenger of Allah continues. Allah says, O oh my servants, all of you, or verily, or surely, all of you commit sin, make error throughout the night, or in the night, and in the day. And I, Allah, I forgive the sins. All of them. فَاسْتَغْفِرُونِي So seek forgiveness of me أَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ And I will forgive you. الْفَائِدَةُ الثَّانِيَةُ Benefit number two. أَنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى يَغْفِرُ جَمِيعَ الذُّنُوبَ يَغْفِرُ جَمِيعَ الذُّنُوبَ Benefit number two. Allah forgives all sins. Allah forgives all sins. Allah forgives all sins. Call the Nabi, call Allah, wa ana akfiru dhunuba jamia. 
As the Prophet said, Allah says, and I forgive all sins. How can we understand here? Allah forgives all sins. In another narration, another ayah, Allah does not forgive shirk. Who can make the correlation? Uh, if you ask for forgiveness for shirk in this world, huh? Allah can forgive you, but if you die upon it, there's right, no forgiveness. Right, the meaning that Allah does not forgive shirk is the one that dies upon shirk. الذي يقع في الشرك ونعوذ بالله في حياته يمكنه أن يستغفر الله تعالى يمكنه هو لا يزال حيا لا يزال حيا the one that's alive may Allah forbid falls into shirk he still has a chance where's his chance he's still alive she's still alive so they can oh Allah oh Allah أتوب إليك أستغفرك يا رب they can ask Allah for forgiveness they can repent to Allah لأنهم لا يزالون because they are still alive. There's no contradiction. Remember principle, Yaqwan. Write this down. La yujadu fi al Islam ta'arudun wahid. La yujadu fi al Islam ta'arudun wahid. There's not in the entire Islam, in the whole religion, there is not a single contradiction. Not one. Not one. لا يوجد في جميع الإسلام تعارض واحد In the entire Islam, all of it. من ألفي إلى الياء From ألف تياء All of it. There is not one single contradiction. This, this hadith does not contradict other hadith. There's a way to understand them, ya khwan. Al-maqsood bil-shirk, al-ladhi yamutu ala shirk huwa al-ladhi la yaqfiruhu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The intent, once again, of shirk is the one that dies upon shirk. He is the one that Allah does not forgive. Faidatu thalitha, benefit number three. Ida la abdu yamutu ala shirk, hal yunkin Allah ta'ala yaqfiruhu in sha'a? The one who dies upon shirk. If Allah wants to forgive him, can you forgive him? If Allah wills. Allah can, but he won't. He can't, but he won't. But can he? Yes, physically. Hey, if he, if he wants to, he can. Yes. But he clarified for us, he does not forgive shirk. But if he wish, Allah can forgive. There's not a contradiction. Question number four. Matter shaksun ala shirk. Wa bayyana lana rabbuna annahu la yaghfiru ash-shirk. Someone dies upon shirk. This is uh, how you say a question that it, it hasn't happened, but if this happened, like a hypothetical, hypothetical I said. Someone dies upon shirk. Allah clarified for us, He does not forgive shirk. Then Allah forgives him. Who can break it down? He made Tawbah that we didn't. He could have made Tawbah, but he died upon it. So he made Tawbah, wouldn't say he died upon it. He, he died message. upon shirk. He never received the message. Never received the message. You can say that. Good observation. What else? 
Someone dies upon shirk. Allah informs us he won't forgive shirk. And then Allah forgives him. Would that be a contradiction? No. The answer is no. Why not? Our sister? Why wouldn't it be? They mean ayat. Allah Ta'ala says, And Allah fa'alun. For your brother studying Arabic, this fi'ad fa'al is on ay wazin. What scale? What shape? Fa'alun. What shape? What wazin? Hey, it intensifies. It intensifies it. It's not on the fa'ala, it's on the fa'al. The ilm sarf, in the science of. Morphology and sarf. Uh, it strengthens the meaning. Allah is emphasizing. And verily, surely, Allah can do whatever He wants to do. Still not a contradiction. Allah Ta'ala can do whatever He wants. Huh? Hey, accent. He does whatever He wants to do, Yaqwan. And he's not questioned about whatever he's doing. He's Allah. He's the Lord. But he clarified for us, I won't forgive that. But if he forgave it, that's from the shahn of Allah. Allah can do whatever he wishes. So even that wouldn't be a contradiction. He's still the most merciful. But he clarified for us that he doesn't forgive a shirk. The intent here, shirk The meaning here is the one who dies upon a shirk. And Allah Ta'ala a'lam a'lam. And there are some Christians that say uh, whenever Allah forgives sins, mm. like what does He do with the sins? And also, like no. if Allah, <laughs> if Allah, if Allah no. is the most just, like why, why does He forgive somebody for committing a sin? No, they have some point of views, Yahwan. A lot of that comes from ilm al kalam, from uh, like what? What would you translate, Yahwan? The huh? philosophy, our sins. Mm. A lot of that type of position, your mind thinking like that. Allah is the, the, the Almighty. Can He create something that even He can? The Muslims, you're not going to think like that. That's somebody's mind. And they also say like if Allah is all good, why is there evil? Why is there evil, for example? At any rate, Allah Ta'ala lam yakhluq shay'an sharran mahda al-batta. Allah Ta'ala did not create anything, not a single entity. That's pure evil. Doesn't exist. Hatta shaitan. Even shaitan. He's not pure evil. You understand pure evil? Shaitan ahyanan andama yakra min al Quran wa yabutu ala al mutakalim la yadunu dhanu anna shaitan al mutakalim. There's some place in the Quran that if you cover who's speaking, you cover it. You will not think, that's, that can't be shaitan saying that. There's some ahadith, There's some hadith that if you cover who's speaking, your, your mind is not going to allow you to believe, that's shaitan. And the hadith al-Bukhari, hadith Abu, Abu Hurairah, fi sadaqat al-Ramadan, in the charity of Ramadan, hadith al-Mashur, all of you know the hadith, a famous hadith. Fa, a man came and it was shaitan in the form of a man. And he went off and took the money. The sadaqah of Ramadan. He took the money. And he left. 
Abu Huraira grabbed him. I got you. I got you now. And I said, I'm going to take you to the Prophet. So the man, don't take me, don't take me, please don't take me. He let him go. A second time, a third time he came. Grabbed the money. He tried to leave. Abu Huraira grabbed him. Now I'm taking you to the Messenger of Allah. He said, if you don't take me to the Prophet, I'll give you a benefit. Abu Huraira said, Tayyip Hat, give me the benefit. So he said, if you don't take me to the Prophet of Allah, I'll give you a benefit. Give me the benefit. If you recite Ayatul Qursi before you go to sleep, Allah will send to your angel or protect you from harm until you wake up. Abu Hurairah went to the Prophet of Allah and told him what happened. The Prophet of Allah said, he spoke the truth, although he's an extreme liar. The Messenger of Allah, what's the point here? The Prophet said, he spoke the truth, even though he's a liar. This shows that even shaitan, sometimes he's going to give something correct. He's going to give a benefit. He's, going to, he's not pure evil. Nothing is pure evil, ya Laysa niswa, laysa rijala, laysa sigara, laysa kalba. Nothing is pure evil. Not even shaitan. Sometimes shaitan. Gives a benefit. A benefit. Fil Quran, a shaitan lam yaqa' fi shirk. Abidah. In the Quran, even shaitan doesn't fall into shirk. Shaitan. And the ma yahlifu, yahlifu billah. Shaitan. When shaitan swears, he only swears by Allah. Shaitan. Never, ever does he commit shirk. He swears by his Lord. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa huwa shaitan, and he is shaitan. Huwa laysa sharran mahda, he is not pure evil. Allah did not create anything that's pure evil. Nothing. So the Christians do have some positions, even some of the ilm al-kalam, the people of philosophy, have some weird positions. At any rate, be careful engaging in them. When you speak about them, speak with Quran and Sunnah. Sometimes it's upon a person to study a particular science to argue it. Sometimes. It can be obligatory at a shakhs. So what about the ayah in Surah Al-Ma'idah? Mm. And if you uh, forgive them, then they are your servants. And if you punish them, no problem. He does whatever he wishes, as we mentioned. If Allah wishes to forgive the Christian Jews, they're his servants. Who can question Allah? No one. And if he punishes them, then really he is the Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. How many times a brother does something to you and you say, I forgive you. Some Muhammad says, hey, hey, to Samihu, who Yadribuka, Shadidan. Alhamdulillah. The brother says, you, 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 part, you gave him a pass? You pardoned him? You forgave him? Yes. No problem. 
But he did such and such. He hit you. No problem. May Allah pardon him. Some people forgive and they have the biggest hearts. And why do they forgive? Because they want Allah to forgive them. Some people say, I'm a pushover. You can do whatever. What else? They say, I'm soft. What else? The likes. Alhamdulillah. We hope we're not that. And if we are that, we hope we're that for the sake of Allah. I'm a Muslim that, whatever you say, I believe you. That's just what I learned here. Oh. Sometimes you want to just choke somebody out. <laughs> you say, Ana rabbi an You say, I want my Lord to forgive me. How can I not forgive you? Sometimes being kind, someone's going to take that as passive. The Messenger of Allah, some people say he was soft. He never defended himself. Some people say that. But he's the Prophet of Allah. He endured for the sake of Allah. Tahammala lillahi subhanahu wa ta'ala. He endured. He was forbearing for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Many of our wives, they are patient. Patient. Many of the men, patient, enduring, suffering. As long as you're doing it for the sake of Allah. And it doesn't come between your religion. That's something else. If it comes between your religion, you may have to make a decision. Do I continue being patient? What am I going? That's different. But the brother harms you. The sister harms you. Be patient. Be patient. Try your best. Allah, if it's for their own good. If it's for your own good, their own good. What do you mean? Like they're getting like the attitude they have is not good for them. Like although you'll forgive them, the next mm -hmm. person won't. So you teach them a lesson for like. Could be. That could be from wisdom. That could be from wisdom. You know, sometimes you do have to stand up. Sometimes you have to say, hey, meet me in, in, in the office. <laughs> and lock the door. Sometimes you have to do that. We can wrestle. We're Muslims. Sometimes, I, you know what? Enough is enough. Nobody follow us. Whoever doesn't come out, doesn't come. <laughs> Sometimes you have to say that. Yeah, come on. No hitting in the face. Tayyip. Tell me I can't choke you. Bismillah. At any rate, there's no, no harm in your heart. But sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes the sisters, someone says something, Hey, you like a ninja. I look like a ninja. Meet me out back. Just me and you. I'll show you. <laughs> sometimes you have to do that. It's from wisdom to know. And uh, one of the best definitions of wisdom is to place everything in its proper place. Sometimes your wife, she says, Hey, Where's my allowance? You say, no allowance this month. Sometimes you have to humble them. Sometimes you can't give everything. Like where's our children? You give everything to your child, you could be harming that child. Sometimes your women, you try your best to be a good person. You try your best to give your women whatever they wish. Try your best. She wants to go to Walmart, take her to Walmart. She want to go to Somali Mall, take her to Somali Mall. You've been here for four hours. Yes, I'm still talking. No problem. No problem. Try your best. Sometimes you have to say no. Sometimes. That's from Islam also. You don't give everyone that wants anything from you, everyone. The only one who did that was the Prophet of Allah. But he's the Prophet of Allah. You're not going to see him saying no to no one. But as for us, sometimes we have to say la, no, not today. I don't have it. My Naima calls me every day. Abby, you got $10. Tomorrow, you got $10. What are you doing with these $10? Yeah. You say, I don't have it today. So she will stop calling you the next day, and the next day, and the next day. So you have to do that sometimes in your phone. Sometimes you cook the food. 
So many of us, we have a tradition that is not from Islam. And I'm still waiting for you to give me your hadith and your, your ayat. Sheikh Sultan, he came with some hadith. I think he misunderstood them. But he had some. He did his research. None of the sisters did their research yet. We're still waiting on them. Wait, this is like a, like a sideways approach. No, right. Do you know the hadith of like the, when Ali al Fatim went to the Prophet to complain ah. about the chores? Hmm? Like, it wasn't her doing it. I mean, it was her doing it, right? Not Ali. She, remember, they used to do good deeds. The women used to clean sometimes. The women used to cook sometimes. Yes. So her doing the good deeds in the house does not mean it's obligatory. Yeah, yeah, I was saying that. Three different positions. Alright, so do your research, Ikhwan. Alright, let's continue, Ikhwan. Taib qala nabi alayhi salatu salam. Taib. What number we want to benefit? Al faidatu rabi'a. Benefit number four. Hadi adullu ala anna kulla basharun min heen in al akhar sayukhti'u. This also shows that every individual from time to time is going to make an error. Every individual from heenan ila al akhar. Every person from time to time is going to make a mistake. Every person is going to commit a sin. This does not mean that committing sins is allowed. No. But every individual from time to time is going to make error. Sometimes you're going to lose it. And then you have to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ma huwa shurutu at-tawbah. What are the conditions of repentance? One of our sisters. One of the conditions of tawbah. Our sense. Having that remorse and regret. Anadam. There's no repentance except that you have sadness and remorse. You can't be happy. Oh, Master, you should have came with us yesterday. Oh, man. Oh, it was some woman there. She was so tall. Allah, whatever you like. It was this brother there. He had so much money. He had a car. His music was pumping. They was out there doing, we was on Antioch Road. You should, you should have been there, man. It was nice. They had the dice. I don't know if you have dice in Kansas City like that. We have dice back home. That was my game before I was Muslim. Oh, I have a lot of stories before I was Muslim. Yeah, huh? Remember one night we have the cancer class. I'm going to tell you so many stories. You're going to be laughing at huh? I used to be the man in dice. <laughs> when I was little, yeah, huh? I didn't have a lot of money. I used to make my own money with dice. Oh, I was the, I was the dice king. <laughs> I was the shake of dice. I just knew how to hold them. Somehow, and I would just, well, whatever number I wanted to land on. And we used to make so much money. That was how I got my lunch money. My dad at that time, may Allah guide our heavy. And all of us in Khwan, he used to give me $3 a day for lunch. I said, $3? That's it? I, what am I going to eat for $3? <laughs> so I said, that's okay. We go out back for the bus come. Now I got $50. Turn that $3 into $50. Then Allah guided me to Islam, alhamdulillah. And then we started shooting hoops. I used to make money shooting hoops. Put $50 down. Whoever can make the best out of 10, you make all the money. Alhamdulillah. May Allah help us, Ya Many stories. 
والعالي الإسلامي يا إخوان أوه كنتم كالحيوان Without Islam, oh, I was like a monster, When I was Christian, may Allah help us. When I go back home, sometimes my friends they say, "Hey, maybe Islam is true. If it can change you, you were a monster, yaqi. You were a monster. You don't curse. You don't this. Alhamdulillah. Maybe Islam. One of my friends, his name, his name is Greg. One of my best companions I play ball with. One of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet. His name is Greg Cannon. One of the nicest guys I ever met in my life as a Christian. So I remember when I used to try to stop cursing. I was Christian. I was I wasn't grew up like you guys, Yahwan. My family wasn't like that. We had to fend for ourselves. So if we didn't get food, we didn't eat. If we didn't steal, we didn't have clothes. So I had to fend for myself. I didn't read. I used to curse a lot. Every word. You now I become Muslim. By Allah's mercy. So I learned the kind words in Islam. Salamu alaikum. Kevahalukum. Keva anta. Barakallahu feek. La ilaha illallah. These kind words. So when I, my first six months as, as a Muslim was one of my most humblest times. I would say something kind and then curse. A kind word, curse. Kind word, curse. So I met this sister. At our university. One of the strongest sisters I've ever met in my life. Strong, mashallah. Used to wear the niqab, gloves, jilbab. You never saw anything on her. Allahu Akbar. Strong sister. American girl. So she says, hey, you curse a lot. You curse a whole lot. You're Muslim now. You should change your speech. I said, I'm trying. It's hard. She said, take some rubber bands and pin them on your arms. Go buy a pack of rubber bands. I said, Packer, what's this going to do? She said, try it. I brought the 50 pack of rubber bands that come in the pack. You wear them. I said, now what? She said, every time you curse, punish yourself. I said, what do you mean? She says, I want you to go like this and pop yourself. I said, I can do that. Levels. Every curse word. You must. You so. <laughs> so now my arm is just, my arm is so long, I can't even move my arm. That's how many. And then it helped psychologically. Another brother came and said, hey, you want to change your behavior? Change your thobe, change your garment. My first year, I didn't wear a thobe. I didn't wear a kufi. I just wore regular clothes. The brother said, hey, put a kufi on. You're not going to go in the bar. You're not going to go in the club. You're not going to go, you're not going to go anywhere you shouldn't go looking like a Muslim. Usually, you want to do something wrong, you take your Islamic stuff off. The sister wants to do something wrong, she's going to say, oh. She's not going to smoke with her kimono. Never. She's not going to do that. Right? So, I put my kufi on. Now I notice I'm not going to certain places because I, I look like a Muslim. A pretty girl walks past, hey, hey. Oh, because I got my kufi, for example. Then her brother says, hey, go another mile. Pick, change your throat, put the throat on. So now you're on the block. You look like a Muslim. So everybody expects you to speak like a Muslim. So psychologically, it helps your behavior. You want to read Quran more? Ibn Qayyim says this, get a miswak. What does it do psychologically? When you cleanse your mouth, I challenge any one of you. We need to get some miswaks from the Somali mall. Somebody go there, we're going to get some miswaks. I'm going to challenge all of you. Sisters, brothers, children. Everybody gets a miswak. And then you use the miswak. I guarantee you, 
unless you're far away, far away from Quran. As soon as it touches your mouth, and that nice taste, not them old ones, them, not them dry ones, them nice mabalula, them wet ones, when you, they, when they, your teeth, mashallah. As soon as you touch your teeth, automatically when you get done, I guarantee you, you're gonna start looking for mushaf. It's just something about a miswak, psychologically, once you cleanse your mouth, I guarantee you, you start reading Quran. I guarantee you. Psychologically, there are many things that can help you psychologically. And that's from the, for example, you want to become righteous, start hanging with people that are righteous. I guarantee you, either you're going to change them or they're going to change you. So eventually, I began to stop cursing. But I still was cursing a lot. So I learned another benefit. One of my good companions, his name was Ibrahim Fletcher. He said, hey, you still curse a lot. That rubber band thing is not working. I'm going to give you another benefit. I said, go ahead. He said, He said, when you finish your speech, make a dua. So now I'm cursing, hey, you, may Allah bless you. Hey, you son of a, may Allah honor you. That don't match. That don't go. So after a while, your good speech starts getting rid of your bad speech. Alhamdulillah. And now you can cur you go days without cursing. And Alhamdulillah. Ta'ib. Let's get to our new hadith, Ikhwan, if we have time. If not, we'll save that one, inshallah ta'ala, for our next session. Bidnillah ta'ala. That's our then time or salah? I want the brothers to get mad, Ikhwan, when they come. Ta'ib. What hadith are we on, Ikhwan? 27. Ta'ib. Allah. <laughs> so Imam Anawi, he mentions, may Allah have mercy upon him. Hadith number 27. عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال البر حسن الخلق والإثم ما حاك في نفسك وكرهت أن يطلع عليه الناس For this hadith he mentions a two part We'll say the second part inshallah ta'ala he says, on the authority of An-Nawaz ibn Sam'an, may Allah be pleased with both of them, him and his father. On the authority of the Prophet, may the peace and salutations of Allah be upon him, who said, Righteousness is good character. Allahu Akbar. And sin, nafsik, is that which wavers or moves here and there in your soul. And you hate for the people to find out about it. And this hadith is collected by the Imam Muslim. We have a meeting tonight, for all of you that can stay. 
for our students, inshallah ta'ala, after Isha, we're going to go into class, or we're going to go? Yeah. We, we stay. Okay. Um, so after prayer, you brothers and sisters that want to stay, to have our meeting, inshallah, just remain for a couple minutes. May Allah bless you all. Wa subhanaka wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha al-anta Walaikum salam. Hishmatullah didn't leave us yet, ya ikhwan. Alhamdulillah. We got our shaykh for a couple more days. May Allah bless you, Akhi. Inshallah, little shaykh. May Allah bless you. How was your day today? You had a good day? May Allah bless you. Tawadda.